you ever wondered how to take your toddler canoeing? Do you want to get your kids biking trails with you? Maybe you're looking for a community of like-minded parents who want to make the most of family outside time. Well, this is the spot for you. Welcome to Outdoorsy Families, a podcast dedicated to getting your family on its next big adventure and stories of other families doing the same thing. I'm Audrey Withicum, the host of Outdoorsy Families. Each week on the podcast, we'll cover the joyful, funny, messy, and sometimes challenging aspects of getting outside with kids. I believe any family can be an outdoorsy family, and I'm here to help make that happen. If this sounds like what your family is looking for, then follow along on this big adventure with me. Hi, and welcome to Outdoorsy Families. This is episode 18. Today on the podcast, I am talking with Tavis Malcolm, the founder and creator of Morrison Outdoors, an outdoor gear brand that makes sleeping bags for babies and toddlers. Morrison Outdoors is quickly growing into something of a cult following amongst parents who want to get their little ones out camping. And it's for good reason, too, as I found out on my recent camping trip to Voyagers National Park. The Big Mo and Little Mo sleeping bags provide a safe sleeping space that will definitely keep your little one warm and comfortable throughout the night. Hattie tried out the Big Mo 20 degree sleeping bag and she honestly slept better than she has on any camping trip. Now I don't know if this was because of the Big Mo or because I weaned her about a month and a half ago, but I'll certainly give some credit to Morrison Outdoors for keeping her cozy and warm on some pretty chilly nights. In this episode, Tavis shares the story behind Morrison Outdoors and their journey to becoming an outdoor gear company, including how quickly they got into REI stores and some awards they've received from Gear Junkie. I love hearing the inspiration behind small independent companies, and I hope that you enjoy Morrison Outdoors' story as well. Now is a great time to give the podcast a five-star rating and review. This really helps the podcast become discovered by others and I appreciate hearing everyone's feedback. Also, if you have a story you'd like to share, reach out to me at outdoorsyfamilies.com, and we can see if we can get you on the podcast as well. Hi, Tavis. Welcome to Outdoorsy Families. I'm really happy you're able to come on today and talk more about Morrison Outdoors. Hi, Audrey. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. So can you just start with sharing a little bit about yourself and your family and where you all live? Sure. Yeah. Uh, we're in um, Olala, Washington, which is a small community near um, Tacoma and Puget Sound, if, if you're familiar with the area. Uh, it's where I grew up um, here with my wife, Amber, and, and we have two kids. Uh, our son, Morrison, is three and our daughter, Leona, is one. Okay. Your kids are the same age as mine. My son is three, oh, really? about to be four, and my daughter will be uh-huh. two in November. So, yeah. Oh, excellent. It's really, really fun ages. Yeah, they are fun ages, and it's so fun. Lately, they've started playing together more, which is really great right, for me. Uh-huh. I feel like I can go do dishes without having someone clinging to me, and like they're starting to become a little more independent, so it's been fun times. What is your family's favorite way to explore the outdoors? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, you know, usually we're, we're really big on camping and backpacking. You know, we, we like to hike and, and camp and explore as much as possible. Uh, I'll tell you this summer, though, I picked up a canoe recently off of Craigslist. 
And I think canoeing is a great way for people with young kids to get around. Obviously, it takes the load off of your shoulders, gives you a new point of view. Uh, the kids, I think, just love being out on the water. And, and that's just been a ton of fun, too. Yeah, canoeing with kids is really fun. Have you tried canoeing and camping yet? Well, we're planning our first canoe camping trip uh, right now. We're targeting Blake Island, which is this great little island uh, in the middle of Puget Sound that's sort of held as a, a sanctuary, wildlife sanctuary and campground. Um, so we're working awesome. on it. We're working on it. We have been doing a lot of crabbing lately. I'll tell you that, which is really fun with the kids. So we'll go drop off crab pots and paddle around and then pull them back up again. And it's just a fun, fun surprise for the kids to see what's in there. That sounds really cool. What a unique way to canoe and to, you know, just catch your meat. Do you guys eat them? So are you catching your meat? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah okay. We uh, we pulled in a dozen this weekend. So we've got, you know, we'll be eating all week and, and freezing some more. That's really cool. We've done one canoe trip where we camped with the kids, but we kind of cheated. I'll admit that we brought an electric motor, like a little oh, tiny okay. one that we attached uh -huh. to the canoe. And so I could like handle the kids while my husband like steered us and <laughs> we didn't have to both. No, that's not a bad idea. Cause I'll tell you, Leona, our youngest, she is like committed to trying to climb out of the canoe. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> half the time one of us is trying to hold her in while the other one paddles. Yeah. It can be it kind works, of tricky but... to have both of you powering the canoe by paddling with little kids in the boat. And our dog is sometimes in the boat too, which just adds another element of craziness. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. if you can find one, it kind of helps take the, uh, it speeds the process up. I'll say that. <laughs> so you all created Morrison Outdoors and you have two products right now, the Little Mo and the Big Mo. And they're pretty unique That's sleeping right. bags that are for specifically for babies and toddlers. Um, can you mm -hmm. just share the inspiration behind those products? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the, the big moment kind of came right after Morrison was born. We went camping for the first time. He was maybe eight or 10 weeks old. And this was Memorial Day weekend, um, three years ago, 2018. And we went camping up at Grand Lake, Colorado, which is an awesome lake and a beautiful campground, but we just could not find, you know, anything that was safe for an infant to wear sleeping, but also, really warm enough for, for camping temperatures up in the mountains, you know? So we sort of bundled him up in like pajamas with maybe like a fleece, um, you know, onesie or a snowsuit and then like a blanket on top of that. And he was in all these layers and he was crying and uncomfortable. And I still don't think he was very warm necessarily. We were kind of up all night and it just sort of hit me like, why, you know, why isn't there a sleep sack that's safe to use for infants that's designed to be thick, thicker, like a sleeping bag? Um, and maybe that's something that I could just make myself. You know, I had a sewing machine and I like to DIY some projects. So I thought, okay, why don't I just take one of his sleep sacks? I'll trace it out over a down throw blanket uh, that we had lying around. I'll add a zipper on the front. And, you know, how there hard could know. it be, right? And That's awesome. <laughs> little did I know. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. It didn't fit. I couldn't even get it over his, his booty. The first version, I have it somewhere, but it's it's a mess. That's right. funny. But it got me going. And I said, okay, this is a good idea. Let me try this again. We'll make it a little bit bigger. We'll give it a longer zipper. We'll give it a little bit of a collar. We'll make it fit really snug. And we took that version camping, backpacking up at Indian Peaks Wilderness, um, a little later that summer and just had such a fun trip. 
That's awesome. And I thought, this is, this is great. I don't have to bring any of that other stuff for him. I have this little down sleep sack that weighs nothing. It just pops right in my backpack. You know, I'm really into this and I think other people probably would be too. And that's, that's sort of how I got started. Like, okay, how can I make this better? How can I make this bigger? How can I make this have a bigger lifespan? Um, and eventually I, you know, I quit my job and, and just sort of <laughs> pleaded with my spouse, like, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to spend like a few thousand dollars on this Kickstarter campaign. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does, you know, maybe it'll, it'll turn into something. And, yeah. and that was sort of the beginning. Of, and it definitely has started turning into something. And I love that you just had this idea to figure it out yourself. Were you in an industry related at all to manufacturing or clothing or production in any way? No, 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 that, that has been a real education for me as far as like product development and production and, and bringing it to market. You know, I, I probably did, I don't know how many versions on my own, maybe eight or 10 versions, you know, in the garage before I, before I engaged with the manufacturer. Um, if you go back and look at our Kickstarter video, those are all ones that I made myself. But then um, I took those and I sent them to our, our suppliers and, you know, asked them to sort of take it and, and run with it and, and make it really polished and, and professional looking. And so we worked with them and went back and forth for a few more months um, from the Kickstarter and, until we had the finished version that we could deliver. Yeah. And it really is like a very quality product. I mean, it's stuff, the stuff sack, it, it goes down so small that it's really mm -hmm. compressed and easy to fit in a backpack for backpacking. Um, and just the material itself feels like high quality and the stitching work looks like it's going to last for way more than just one child. I hope so. I mean, yeah, we, we put a big emphasis on quality because I mean, I know how if one, they're expensive and I get that and I want them to last and I, I want them to be able to be handed down to other kids and, and, you know, it's got, it's got my kid's name on it. My child is on the <laughs> tag. It, ha it has to be good or yeah. I just kind of live so I, I do hope they're good quality and you know we we put an emphasis on on making things um on being higher quality like we have the ykk zippers you know the brand name zippers and we do um certified um rds certified down and what what does that mean exactly uh, it just means that all of our down comes from farms that are uh, where where the uh, the geese are humanely treated uh, they're never live plucked or force fed they have space to roam you know we can trace our supply chain all the way back to to the farm that that supplies are down and so that's something that has sort of been eye-opening for me apparently is a very uh, shady industry yeah. so for us it's you know, we want to be able to use that higher quality down and, and we didn't change our prices or anything when we made that change just because we want it to be better quality Wow, I had no idea about the down industry as well. That was that's something new to me as well. So, what are yeah, the, it's it's, un, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like it. I mean, I have never even considered where the down is coming from. So, I guess that's something that I'll have to look for in the future. Is you said RDS certified? Yeah, if you find something, there's a few different um, organizations that trace down, um, but anything that's RDS, it's the responsible down standard. Um, or there, I'm trying to think of what the other major um, other major name is, but there are a few other organizations that do this sort of tracing, and, and it's, so it's really good to, to make sure that, you know, it's coming from a place that's responsibly sourced. Yeah. In the future, we want to move away from down completely, but we just haven't found a good enough alternative yet. Yeah, that kind of leads me to... 
my next few questions. One is, what's the major difference between the little mo and the big mo? Hmm. Well, okay. So the little mo's come in a couple of styles. We have our down uh, little mo twenty, which is uh, recommended for temperatures up to twenty degrees and has the down insulation. It also is made with internal baffles, which are um, basically the walls inside your sleeping bag to keep it really thick and lofty. And then there's the little mo forty, which is a synthetic fill. It's uh, recommended for temperatures down around forty degrees. It's quilted, so it's sewn through. There's, it's not baffled. Um, and it uses a really lofty, squishy uh, synthetic insulation, which feels very similar to down. Actually, it's a really good quality synthetic, but uses no down. Um, and so it's a little bit heavier. The little Mo 40 weighs a little over a pound, while the little Mo 20 is only about nine ounces. And then the big Mo's uh, have the same options, the 20 and 40 degrees down or synthetic, uh, but in a bigger size. It's recommended for kids two to four years old. So when you outgrow the little Mo, you can um, send that in through our exchange program and get your choice of big Mo, uh, which has the, the sleeves that they can wear around. Um, it also has a two-way zipper so that they can have more control over uh, the draft and it's sticking their feet out the bottom of the bag. To walk around, which... My kids have been trying that out and they really do like to try and walk around in it. So, and my son, (laughs) my son is almost, almost four and he still fits like pretty comfortably in there, but he is, he's a pretty petite four-year-old, but he still has plenty of room. I really intended for it to be for my daughter, but I thought, well, sure, let's see how it fits you too. And it, it would probably last him at least another year, I'd say. So if you have a petite kid, well, it could good. potentially be a couple more years down the road before you need a different sleeping bag. So you talked about the 40 degree and 20 degree. Can you explain a little more in details like what sleeping bag ratings mean and how those are decided? Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, typically when you shop a sleeping bag, they're going to have something like an ISO uh, rating on it. And I want to be clear that our sleeping bags... Um, do not have those certifications because they just, they don't exist for kids and baby sleeping bags. You know, they, they come from a set of data about human body warmth that just isn't available for kids. And so what we did was we started with, um, by making our sleeping bags replicate the thickness and the construction build of other 20 degree sleeping bags and other 40 degree sleeping bags. Um, and then we put them to the test, you know, and we've, we've now shipped over 10,000 sleeping bags and, and you heard directly from hundreds of families in all conditions. And so we have a lot of confidence in our recommended ranges. Now, that being said, there is a breakthrough on the temperature side because I found a, a testing lab. I think it's at Eastern Minnesota University or Wisconsin. Oh, you're going to kill me if I confuse those. Oh, it's fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm not actually from Minnesota, so... <laughs> I have no uh, loyalties a, to okay. either. <laughs> <laughs> there is a testing lab there in the Midwest um, where they have a baby mannequin and a cold room and it has temperature sensors on it that will allow us to test um, one of our key questions, which is uh, how cold can we make a sleeping bag that has adjustable open and closed cuffs? Because it's one of the things that we get rec- requested most often is a 20 degree bag where the kids can stick their hands out. And we've always thought, well, we can't keep their hands warm if it's freezing and there's an opening there, but um, we're going to be able to use this temperature sensing um, baby mannequin to sort of give us more insight into when they actually start sensing the cold on their arms um, with a sleeping bag constructed in that style. So we're going to do those tests later this year in the fall and winter and potentially late 2022 or 2023, we can have more options based on those results. 
Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, because I did I did notice that the 20 degree is fully cuffed, um, which mm-hmm. makes sense. If you're going to be below freezing, you're going to want to protect your kids, you know, in whatever way you can to keep them warm when sleeping in those temperatures. But if it can be figured out to have that option of them to be able to pull their hands out when they're before they're asleep, that would be really nice. No, I, I totally agree. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something we want to solve, but make sure that we're still, you know, doing our first job of keeping everyone warm. Yeah, totally. So what has been the response you've had from from customers as you've released your products? Oh, it's been crazy. It's just been overwhelming. I mean, I think that, you know, back when thinking back to when we launched the Kickstarter, you know, we had no idea if anyone would ever be interested in this. We, are we the only people who even go camping with their with their babies? Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> uh, we really didn't know. And so we set this goal of, of $10,000 in, in sales. And, you know, right away, I, I put uh, some ads on Facebook about a, a month in advance of that campaign. And and it was like instant feedback, like just comments and people signing up for our email list and, you know, people just saying, oh, man, I've, I tried making my own of this or I've, I've looked everywhere for something like this. Yeah. And, you know, finally somebody did it and it's like, oh, wow, we really tapped into something here. You know, yeah. we ended up clearing our Kickstarter goal. Uh, it was $10,000. We ended up making $16,000 in sales. And then that was enough. You know, I, I cold emailed the um, every buyer at REI that I could find. And eventually one of them got back to me and said, hey, Tavis, we saw your Kickstarter. Uh, why don't you come to Seattle and, and talk to us about it? And um, lo and behold, they were so interested in the idea that they were willing to give us an order, you know, right then at the conclusion of the Kickstarter before we had actually delivered any products. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so it sort of set <laughs> off this big rush of us trying to scramble and say, okay, we really have to get this right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> before we're going to deliver it to REI. They're going out to months. REI. That's pretty serious. That was my next question was, what has been the response from the outdoor industry? And it sounds like they were also, they also had this need and you guys are filling it for both the customer and the outdoor industry. I mean, I think so. You know, REI has been very, you know, they've been very supportive of us as, as a young company. And, you know, they put us in about 60 stores right away. They're going to be moving us up next year to, I think, 140, um, which is just amazing to see. Um, we're also in backcountry.com. And they've been really cool to work with also. Um, yeah, the industry support's been fantastic. We went to Outdoor Retailer um, back pre-pandemic. Uh, we did the January 2020 show. Um, we were lucky enough that Gear Junkie actually gave us a, an award for Best in Show, uh, one of the Best in Show products there, which was so, so cool and so humbling, like, you know, just to be listed with new things from the North Face and some other major brands. It yeah, was like, that's, that's amazing. Wow, you know, this is, this is so cool. Uh, I, this is a podcast, so I can't hold up my trophy, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can definitely in the show notes, I can link um, some information about that so people can see, you know, because that's something to be proud of. So people can check it out. That'd, and see cool. that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I am really proud of that. I mean, it's it's been uh, it's just been amazing seeing the reception from from customers and from the industry as a whole. Yeah. And so what are customers loving the most about Morrison Outdoors? Oh man, that's, I mean, in my opinion, I think it's the coolest thing for me to see is just the, the adventures that people are taking their kids on that, you know, they tell me that they wouldn't have, have been comfortable doing otherwise, you know, and it's just, 
And I think for us, it's we used to camp and hike and backpack so much before we had kids. And so just feeling like we're sort of able to go do that when maybe we wouldn't have been able to or it would have felt too risky or, or whatever. Um, you know, just having that freedom to, to go and, and enjoy that with your family is, is really meaningful and so cool to see. People send us photos from, you know, Alaska and Canada and all the national parks. And it's, you know, if you look on our Instagram, it's just mind blowing. Like I did check it out. There's so many adventures everywhere. So many people tagging you and just really cool, really amazing adventures. So that's really oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And if anyone's listening, please keep keep sending them. We'll we'll share them. And it's it's just it every day it just fills me up just seeing where people are going and what they're doing. Yeah. It seems like it's really taking off and growing pretty quickly as far as like at least just on Instagram. I feel like every time I log in, I see someone camping with their kid in their big mo or their little mo. And I'm really excited for us to get to try it out ourselves next next week yeah in a week and a half so yeah i hope you love it yeah i think we're going to they've enjoyed testing it out at home so yeah so can you share a little bit about can you share about your trade-in program and the pledge one percent movement you have two things that you're kind of doing on your website yeah of course so our our trade-in program is um is something that is really cool it came together with some friends of ours um, in new mexico called rerouted and they're they're starting a whole online marketplace for you know used gear and the whole concept came around because we were we initially just had the little mo baby sleeping bags Uh, and then last year or the year before we released the um the big mo size up because your kids grow fast and we thought you know how great would it be if you could take your baby sleeping bag, send it in, get some cash back, and then get a discount on on the bigger size, that'll save parents family. It'll, excuse me, it'll save parents money, um, and it'll keep customers, you know, upgrading their sleeping bags. It's, it's yeah. kind of a win win. And so we we talked to our friends at Rerouted, and they thought, hey, this is you know we we want to this is exactly what we do. Like, why don't we set up a program? We'll we'll handle all the shipping. We'll take care of washing the sleeping bags and reselling them on our website, and we'll donate part of the money back to Hike a Baby, who you all work with, and so they get a little bit of support um, from the program as well. That's great. So you're helping a nonprofit while you're also allowing people to trade in their gear and you know get that gear reused as well. So yeah, what exactly. is? I mean, I, I really can't. I can't stand the thought of. Uh, you know, throwing away these sleeping bags. Partially yeah. it's just I'm attached. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it just hurts thinking about them in a landfill. We have a, we have a few actually that are sort of unsellable. Like they came back in bad shape or they had some defect. And I'm actually working with a friend of mine to sew those into jackets for dogs. Oh, uh, that's so awesome. <laughs> we, can, uh, we can reuse them some other way. Oh my gosh. My dog needs something like that for Minnesota winters. I bought her like a, right? uh, yeah, I bought her like some dog sweater from Target and it's not cutting it when it's negative 20 and she has to go outside. <laughs> there you go. Watch out. Morrison, Morrison out dogs coming soon. Yeah, there we go. Expanding into the dog industry as well. So what is the pledge 1% movement? Yeah, pledge 1% was something we were really excited to join um, sort of late in our first year when we figured out that this was really going to be a, a real business, we thought, well, you know, we need to make a way to, to sort of make sure that we're giving back right right from the get-go. So we joined Pledge 1%. The idea is that you can pledge 1% of profit or product or time. In our case, we give 1% of all revenue mm-hmm. uh, to charitable contributions. Um, 
you know, of our choice. And it's kind of fun because we're, we're small enough that I can kind of pick and choose. Like our, our standard contribution right now goes to Direct Relief. It's a great organization that gives PPE and oxygen and medical supplies uh, where it's badly needed all over the world. Oh, um, but recently, fantastic. you know, yeah. we, we did a sponsorship with Unfilter the Outdoors where we were able to just you know, donate uh, some money to them for one of their gear buying sponsorships. Uh, we have also partnered with Hike It Baby and with Wildkind and with a lot of other little um, organizations. I shouldn't say little, bigger than us. <laughs> a lot of organizations <laughs> working to get parents into the outdoors, which is obviously something we're always happy to support. That's awesome. Yeah. So what is some advice you have for somebody who's wanting to camp with their toddler or their baby for the first time? Mm, do it in your backyard first. Just give it a give it a dry run. It'll feel silly, but it'll actually be really fun. You can even set your tent up in your living room if you want. I mean, yeah, just getting getting your kids used to being in there, comfortable with the space, comfortable with the sleeping bag before you head off into the wilderness, I think is is worth the time. Yeah, I think that's worth the time too. We haven't had any success personally with actually sleeping in our tent in our backyard. Everybody's always like, why aren't we in our beds? But I think right. setting it up and playing in it and experiencing it is is really fun and worth it. So do you have any sleep advice for parents? Because I know this is something that people are always asking. About, is how do I get my kid to sleep in a tent? And I feel like this is, yeah, yeah it's a tough one. <laughs> I just I mean, thought, no, you're I in the don't... sleep industry now. Do you have any advice? Yeah. Uh pray. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I think all right. two pieces of advice. My first piece of advice is to try to do as much similar to your routine. If you have a routine based bedtime, stick to that routine, right? Mm -hmm. Like have your, have your bedtime, have your book, your snack, whatever the routine is, you know, and then try to stick to the routine. And if sometimes that works really well, and sometimes the kids are really tired and they're more than happy to curl up and fall asleep under that auspice of normality. Um, and sometimes there's no hope and it's summertime and the sun is still out and we let them stay up late and just crash out when they crash out yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they usually sleep in. So I think we're all kind of okay with it. Yeah. That's kind of the same with me is my kids never sleep well away from home, whether it is in a tent, in a hotel room, in our camper that mm -hmm. we use very frequently, like it doesn't matter. They, they struggle and we just make the most of it and just know that that's going to be probably a later night than normal. So I'd say, yeah, yeah. you just almost have to embrace it. Yeah, just enjoy it yeah. if you can. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, go out and just have a cup of tea spiked with whiskey. That's my go-to in the moment. <laughs> oh, there you go. The hot toddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's hard. Where can families purchase Morrison Outdoors products? Mm. Oh, if we haven't plugged it enough already, they're available at REI, uh, backcountry.com, amazon.com, and our website, morrisonoutdoors.com. That's great. There's a lot of options out there for where to get them. They are. And we're working hard uh, for all our Canadians. We're really trying to get into Canada next year. Um, so if you know anyone at MEC or Valhalla Pure, you know, send them our way, please. <laughs> there we go. And where? what is your Instagram account so people can continue sharing their stories of getting out with their big mo's and little mo's. Yeah. It's just at Morrison outdoors uh, on Instagram. That's our most active social media account um, by far. So check us out on there. Uh, do you think we should get into TikTok, Audrey? 
I don't know. I'm not on TikTok myself, but no. you know, it might be worth it. I'm, I've been thinking about it myself <laughs> just because I'm making these reels and I'm like, couldn't I just repost this on there? And then it could be simple, right? I don't know. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. We'll There's see, we'll too see many platforms though. It's just too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just actually thought of one other question, just thinking about um, your products and thinking about as the kids grow, are you going to expand into other ages like mm. elementary or beyond? Because I feel like even that market, you know, we have a kid's sleeping bag from a different brand and mm-hmm. I can fit in it. I mean, it is not like child size. It is like, oh, interesting. yes. So for my four-year-old, that's like a little much, you know, <laughs> to have right, a sleeping right. bag that's yeah. like his mom's size. <laughs> we, uh, so traditionally kids sleeping bags start around, you know, four or five, six years old, which yeah. is kind of the current, you know, we go through four right now, but um, I, we've heard from a lot of parents who kind of say the same thing, like, oh, we have a kid's, a square kid sleeping bag and my kid just rolls right out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want something with the sleeves on it that'll keep, that'll actually stay on my four to six year old. So yeah, I do think in the future we'll, we'll probably come out with additional sizes and keep moving up the age range. I mean, I can't, I can't have Morrison wearing some of their brand sleeping bag. You know, <laughs> there we go. So as Morrison grows, your products will grow too. So will the brand. So will the brand. Yes, it's, it's tough. And I, I think that we want to try, um, you know, we have a lot of ideas now on the, on the whiteboard for other kind of kids camping products cool. that we're considering, which is, is really fun to just, because people are always sending me ideas now. Oh, you should come up with, with a headlamp with a, you know, a glow stick on the back so you can see your kid running around the campground at night. It's like, well, actually, that would be <laughs> That is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're listening, hey, we're going to do that. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. but just kind of stuff like that, like more sort of useful camp things for kids that don't really have a lot uh, designed for them right now. Okay. That's good to know. And good to be on the lookout for what you're going to come up with in the future. So I have, yeah, don't, don't hold me to that headlamp idea, but that's, that's what we're thinking. <laughs> well, hopefully other size sleeping bags at least. So I have two oh, more questions that I ask everyone. And my first one yeah. is what is your favorite piece of gear? Um, talking to a gear company, so you know you can. Mm. Do you mean, that obviously, you mean besides my my kids' sleeping bags because those are one and two. Yeah. Um, outside of those, I think. Uh, oh, you know what we got lately? That's actually been amazing. I will recommend um, this. We got a sleeping mat from Xped. Xped. Um, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that brand. I got it at mm-hmm. REI. It's a double wide sleeping mat. It's called like the Mega Mat. And it's four inch thick, like memory foam, but it, it inflates with air also. It's oh, huge. It's the wow. size of our tent. Like it doesn't pack down small, but for car camping, it's, it's unbelievable. It's so comfortable. It's like the most comfortable sleeping mat. That sounds used. amazing. Yeah. So yeah, we've been sleeping really well on that. Okay. Expet. I'll have to add that in the show notes too. And then my last question is what does being an outdoorsy family mean to you? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, honestly, I think it's just, uh, it's about enjoying time outdoors. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to have any one standard. You don't have to go canoeing or backpacking or, you know, I feel like anytime I look on social media, there's some family like taking their kids, I don't know, parasailing or like some some extreme thing. But I know people who don't even take their kids outside at all. You know, like you're outdoorsy if you want to go to the park and appreciate the leaves and rub around in the dirt and just, just enjoy that fresh air. I think all it takes. 
I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Tavis. I really appreciated talking to you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was fun hearing all about Morrison Outdoors and, you know, kind of the background behind how you got started. Wow, this is a super, super cool podcast, and I can't wait to listen to it. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed listening to Tavis share all about Morrison Outdoors. I love that Tavis decided to create a solution to a problem that many parents have, finding a comfortable and safe sleeping bag for babies and toddlers. It really is inspiring to hear about Tavis's growing success in creating this product, as well as the passion for what he's doing. I am also hosting a giveaway with Morrison Outdoors for a chance to win your own Big Mo or Little Mo. If you are listening at the time that this podcast is released, head over to Instagram to enter. This sleeping bag really is a great product for little ones, and you don't want to miss out on your chance to get your hands on one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and have an adventurous week.